This is Nini Mats, the kingdom, the kingdom child, child, with the message of the kingdom of heaven. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's grace was so powerful at work in them all that there were no needy person among them. For from time to time, th those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's grace was so powerful at work in, all, in them all that there were no needy person among them. For from time to time, those who owned land and houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. Greetings, guys. It is me here with the message of the kingdom of heaven. Ah, guys, you know, you listen to this quote uh, where I, I, I quoted the scripture. It's actually taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4, verse 32 down. Here you find the apostles. You know, guys, first of all, the word Christianity or Christians came from non-believers meaning it came from people who were not believers people who were not believers of christ but they saw the conduct of his disciples the conduct of those who had known jesus or had seen jesus and they started calling them christians now i look at this uh, this thing that is happening here that there were no needy person among them. It says that no one claimed that any of their possession was their own, but they shared everything they had. So now I'm looking, you know, uh, I'm just imagining this, a person who owns a land or a house and, and is realizing that there are people who need and then they sell their land and houses and and then the proceeds from the sale they give to those who are in need. And guys, it, this is just too amazing. It's too amazing that this generation, my generation, we don't know what this is all about. We don't understand what this is all about. We cannot sell our things and help the poor. What we usually do is we check how much is left and then we give. We check how much is left and then we give because in our mind, we possess. This is mind. But here you read, it says no one. Guys, I, I, I don't know if you heard. It said no one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. For from time to time, those who owned the land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles' feet and it was distributed to anyone who had need. Ah, guys, this is embarrassing, you know. I'm embarrassed by just reading at this because it's like, where did everything change? How did everything 
change. Because obviously, guys, proof is in the pudding. That's what they say. They say proof is in the pudding. You know, you look at our generation, guys, and I look at the message of riches and earthly blessings and money, and I'm comparing it with what is happening with the apostles, Jesus' these apostles, those who had seen Jesus, and I'm like, damn, the difference is too amazing. The, the difference, guys, is too great. You know when the difference is too great? I bet, guys, if Paul were to come in this generation and see what is happening, don't even speak about what is being preached in churches. Paul will actually spit on every church. Believe me when I tell you, he'll spit. Jesus will whip everything that enters there and everything that preaches there. Believe me when I tell you. But Paul will spit and will be like, what nonsense is this? Why are you calling on the name of Jesus? Guys, we are an embarrassment. Have you ever seen a great embarrassment? Guys, we are, we are an embarrassment. Mm, I look at this and I'm like, damn. <laughs> I mean, like, hello. <laughs> guys, did you uh, hear this scripture I, I read? These people, guys, they sold their field and gave to people. They sold their lands, their houses, and shared among each other. We are claiming to be possessing. This is mine. This is mine. Ah, guys. Do you know why? Uh, like, can I tell you why? Forget about the dead flesh, because even though they were spiritually alive, they also had to fight their flesh against the love of money, the love of earthly blessings, the love of riches. But I'll tell you why. Why they were different from us. Guys, these people, they saw Jesus. Hey guys, these people, they saw Jesus. You, 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 you read about him. <laughs> if you read about him, you obviously it won't be the same. If you read about him, it obviously won't be the same. You know, you read the Gospel of John chapter 4, I think verse 2 to 4, he says, He who claims to know Jesus, yet disobeys his command, is a liar. Ah, guys, I look at that and I'm like, we are an embarrassment. You know, Jesus performed miracles in front of these people. Jesus preached in front of these people. And then he shared. You know, there was this time uh, where the Jews were asking Jesus to pay tax and everything. So Jesus told Peter to go to the river and throw out a line. And he, and he will get uh, money from there. And that's exactly what happened. And Jesus paid, you know. And guys, you know, there's something that is shocking. You know, I, I recently, you know, found it, you know. You know, Jesus is, is, is recruiting his disciples based on their seed, right? And then he says, I'm looking for one who will disobey me. I'm looking for one who will betray me. I'm looking for one who is of Satan. I'm looking for a wolf. So he, he looks for Judas and he finds him. You know, guys, Jesus knew that Judas is going to sell him. Judas loves money. Judas would actually preach the message of money because Judas loves money than Jesus. But do you know what is so shocking about what Jesus did? Ah, guys, it says that Judas was the treasurer, meaning Judas was the one who was keeping monies. And when you listen to the, uh, the one who was interpreting the Gospel of John, probably John, obviously. He says that Judas will often help himself from that money. I love the way they are putting it. 
they are not saying that Judas is stealing the money. They're saying he will often help himself. You know, so this woman comes to Jesus and is, is rubbing uh, his feet with this expensive uh, perfume. And Judas is saying, oh, no, no, no. That money could have been uh, uh, used to help the poor. I mean, Jesus was there. The, the guy is not only a prophet, but the guy is the prophet of the prophet. The guy is God himself. Obviously, the guy knew that Judas was helping himself. Yet he just keeps quiet and say, I'm not going to interrupt him because if I interrupt him, he'll run away and he will not uh, betray me. I need a betrayer, <laughs> you know? So he let him, you know, stay with them. And he's saying, this money could have helped the poor. We can sell this perfume instead of rubbing your feet. You, Jesus, you want your feet to be rubbed by expensive perfume, smelling perfume, nice smelling perfume. Why don't we sell this and give to the poor? Like, like really, you seriously think Judas cared about the poor? more than Jesus, even worse. Do you think Judas cared about the poor more than Jesus? Hello? Like, seriously? You know, but Jesus is looking at this and is like, this guy is helping himself. And Jesus, guys, knows that the guy is a thief. Yet, he allows him to be, he allows him to be the treasurer. The guy is the head of department in their group. That guy is busy helping himself, stealing money, and Jesus is okay with that. And then he dies because obviously, I mean, what he did proved that he didn't know Jesus. Guys, what Judas did proved that he didn't know Jesus. You know, Judas would be very happy with this generation where the beast is preaching in churches, where the beast is preaching earthly riches, monies, and earthly blessings because Judas will preach this message. In fact, Judas preached this message through actions. When he sold Jesus, he was preaching riches. When he sold Jesus, he was preaching earthly blessings. When he, was, when he sold G Jesus, he was actually preaching the love of money. Exactly what the pastors are doing in this generation. Exactly. You know, guys, Judas, Judas belongs to this generation. Believe me when I tell you, <laughs> that guy belongs to this generation. But Jesus just looks at him and is like, I don't care. But Jesus didn't care because he knew the guy would also obviously commit suicide and be, you know, and be separated from his own. His own guys, they did exactly as Jesus did. They shared their land. No one cares who owns what, but they, they sell and then they share among each other. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn. And then guys, we call ourselves Christians. Oh, guys, you know, everyone wants to rub shoulders with the best. We all want to wrap our shoulders with the best. We, we want to wrap shoulders with Jesus. We're calling ourselves Christians. Yet we look at his word. Guys, I, I said this before. There's nothing wrong with his word. There's nothing wrong with daddy. There's nothing wrong with Jesus. They wrote the word because there was everything wrong with me. Everything wrong with you. Because of Adam. Not because of you. Not because of me. So once you understand that you are faulty, you are wrong, you are evil, and it's not your fault. You will take that criticism because you will be like, oh, well, it's Adam, guys, I was like that. You know, when they were told, I mean, guys, when I was first told that I'm a sinner, guys, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Everyone is sinning. My parents are sinning. So how can you say that I'm a sinner? You know, my parents are gossiping about neighbors and everything. So hello, you know, they are stealing, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? But understanding that Adam sinned, 
then I became a sinner. Guys, made me understand things, you know. So I am not offended. You will never offend me, guys. I love the message of the kingdom of heaven because it it, it makes you understand that things that are going on. You don't go about, go around blaming God. God did this, God did this. Where was he when this happened? Where was he? I'm never going to obey him. I'm never going to believe in him. You lack knowledge. You don't understand scriptures. If you understood scriptures, you wouldn't be blaming him. The guy is good. It's Satan who's not good. It's just that Satan has set on the body of Christ and those who are supposed to uh, preach the exact word of God and make you understand are busy preaching money, earthly riches and blessings. You understand? And you think that it is God who's doing that. No, it's Satan who's blaspheming, making himself God so that you will think that God himself is wrong. Ah, guys, you know, I'll keep saying this, you know, I'll keep saying this, that once we understand what happened, in the, in the beginning, guys, you'll be able to explain all the things that are happening in your life. Thus, you won't even blame God at all. You will just humble yourself and just surrender. You know, guys, have you ever surrendered when you say, you know what, I surrender. I give up. Guys, I gave up. <laughs> I gave up. I surrendered because I realized that I wasn't right. And reading uh, what these apostles were doing, and I look at them and I'm like, damn, you guys really know Jesus. You guys really know Jesus. You showed by your actions. You showed. You know, if you read further on, there was this guy who also claimed to have done the same thing and gave proceedings, you know, making themselves good. And it was found that it wasn't so. And they died because of doing that. You know, you sit and you like the, those people, that couple did not know Jesus. Guys, if you know Jesus, you cannot do wrong things on purpose. If you know Jesus, you can never do wrong things on purpose. You know, so it is important, guys, to 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 learn their ways and 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 and, and, and emulate them, guys. You know, we are trying to emulate them because they they are coming from a perfect kingdom. You know, they are coming from a perfect place. We are born in a wrong place. And we took the wrong teachings from the tree of good and evil. You know, so we are trying to learn as much. Squeeze, guys, I've been saying this. Squeeze as much as you can from Jesus. He doesn't mind. He came for that reason. Because he realized, no, Adam died spiritually after disobeying me. And then he uh, he, he disconnected or uprooted himself. So he took from the tree of good and evil, which is the knowledge of Satan. So we, we, we are all learning that. That's why going to school will never make me wise. Guys, I'm a graduate. Let me just be honest with you. I'm a graduate. But I realized after seeing the spirit world that I'm not clever. You know, if we're graduates, people tend to think that you are clever. You know, your parents give you a certain level of respect, your neighbors, your, your, your peers. But after getting into the spirit realm and seeing certain things, then I sat down and said, listen, Nini, you are so dumb. <laughs> I realized the guys that I was dumb because I saw things that school will never teach me. I experienced things that school will never teach me. So I realized how clever Jesus is. I realized how clever uh, Paul is. I realized how clever Peter is. Yes, he's my dull guy. Yes, but still, the guy is clever because he obeyed Jesus. You know, I realized how uh, clever John is. You know, because they took what Jesus said. Because 
Jesus says, guys, I am the light of the world, meaning I am admitting that I'm dumb. So I am going to take what Jesus says and run with it and believe it and change and do what he says because I realize that I am not the light. I am not right. He is the one who's seeing in the spirit. He's the one who is the light, who's able to see what is happening in this kingdom of darkness. You know, so I realize that I am not clever. Even if you're a graduate, you're not clever because you are learning from that tree of good and evil, which is only teaching us the things that are here in this realm, in this world. And these things aren't good for us. When we live here, we leave these things behind. We go to the spirit world and things happen there, guys. Things happen there. are Things I don't want to talk about, but things happen there. Then you start regretting. Oh, if I had listened. Oh, if I had done this. But you still have a chance. You can still change. I can still change. The message of the kingdom of heaven is for you. It's for me. Thank you. And remember, the word of God still remains the only source of knowledge about the kingdom of heaven. Please, correct every belief with the word of God. Correct me. Correct every pastor with the word of God so that you won't be misled. If a belief of a church is not in line with the New Testament, get out of that church. As we have said, the Old Testament will contradict the New Testament because the Old Testament people were sealed with the blood of animals and its people were spiritually dead, but the New Testament is sealed with the blood of Jesus and its people are spiritually alive. Therefore, you will find contradictions in both these testaments. Always take the New Testament if you are the child of God because in these last days God speaks only through his son, Jesus. I do not want anyone's blood requested from me, that is why we stick with the truth of his word. These podcasts are found on all podcasts players, including Spotify, Deezer, Audiomark, Samsung, Pandora, YouTube, and many more where you get your podcasts.